Hi, everyone, and happy Sunday to all of you. Today, we are uh, for your Sermon of the Week. This is your Sermon of the Week. Um, today, we are going to be talking about what it means to not be, uh, when the Bible tells us to not be equally, to not be unequally yoked. Um, let's go ahead and start with the scripture. Today, we're going to read 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18 and 7, 1. And please, um, Show me some support um, so, so by passing around these uh, podcasts. We would love to really have that. Um, so, because there's other people out there who need to hear the gospel, please forgive me. My birds are in the background chirping as if it was sunny outside and they were outside in some jungle somewhere. But anyway, uh, let's go to 2 Corinthians 6, 8, 6, 14 through 18 and then 7, 1. Let's begin. Do not be yoked with unbelievers. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteous and righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said, If we, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch not unclean things, and I will receive you. I will be a father for you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfectly perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Now, um, this can also mean uh, business um, business uh, dealings as well for some people. So let's go ahead and get into this into the message now. In our modern culture, people may not understand the scripture. So let's keep that in mind. People most people possibly would think this kind of thing is discrimination. But God has his reasons why he does things. Non-believers are not our brothers and sisters in Christ. They are not righteous. They do not have the inheritance in heaven because they are not a part of the family of God. They refuse to follow God and accept his son, Jesus Christ, their only way to salvation. Okay, so um, so they are still corrupt because they don't have the truth in their hearts. The yoke the, the Bible's talking about is the wooden yoke that guides and puts oxen together. Or cows or or horses so Paul is warning us about adultery and having romantic relationships and marriage with unbelievers and sometimes even business deals keep in mind if you get saved and your spouse isn't a believer you can't divorce them they have to be the ones who leave not the believer because you can influence them while you are still with them so most in all Kate most, if not all, unbelievers. Um, these are the reasons why we can't um, we can't be with unbelievers if we are believers. Most of, if not all, unbelievers expect sexual relationship without marriage. Some don't think a marriage is sacred, and God has told us that we cannot 
have sexual relations unless we are married to that other person, okay? And they also expect you to live with them before marriage or don't think marriage is important since they can just live with each other. You don't know how many worldly people I've known who just say, what's the point in marriage? We can just live with each other. There's no um, reason why we should run and get married. Unfortunately, some practice these things in the church as well. So you have some Christians who are also uh, practicing uh, these worldly ideas. Okay, so, but God is very clear that sex is made for marriage between a man and a woman. That's how our bodies are designed, and that is what our instincts tell us to do. It is not racism or discrimination if you follow this rule. First of all, you are allowed to marry into other people groups as long as they're believers. So, um, this has nothing to do with race. You can marry in into any ethnic group you want to as long as they are believers, as long as they belong to the uh, family of God, as long as they are fellow Christians. So, um, so this is not racism. This is just for us to stay righteous and stay remain. Uh, within the family of God when we choose a spouse or even when we're dating somebody. First of all, you're okay. So a sinner has nothing in common with a righteous person, just like a mongoose has nothing in common with a cobra. Okay. So, um, so we have to keep that in mind that they are not righteous yet. They have not been purified through the blood of Christ yet. So they are not someone that we should be getting married to or even dating. So what is being unequally yoked? Let's talk about this. One, one is that you are involved with a non-believer. We are to remain in the family of God. This included date includes dating. Christians are to be only with fellow Christians. Okay. You can be friends with whoever you want to. You can, um, as long as that friendship doesn't uh, uh, have you uh, turn away from God, or uh, that, as long as that friendship doesn't encourage you to sin or have sinful ideas, okay. But you, when it comes to a serious relationship, whether it be dating, whether it be marriage, you need to be with fellow believers. Because a non-believer can tear you down. Number two, involved, being involved with a married person. This is committing adultery, which is a, which is sinful. Is a Christian interested? If if a Christian is interested in a married person, they need to protect themselves by believe it or not themselves by only speaking with that person where their spouse is when their spouse is present. Okay. And including the spouse in the conversation. Notice the spouse when you talk with them. And that's only if you have to talk to that person. Okay? Um, if you don't talk to them at all, is is best. If you feel like um, you, have a, you like that person or you're attracted to that person but they're married or, or you... Or you just think that it's a wrong fit for you or whatever, just stay away from them. I mean, they might think you're stuck up. They might think you're snobby, but it's best for you just to remain away from that person so that you won't sin with that person or you won't be exposed as a sinner because of your sinful thoughts. Okay? So, um, 
if they think okay so um or better yet just leave the environment go to a different church maybe you need to get another job maybe you maybe you just need to find ways to stay away from that person and leaving that environment is really um will really help you to do that uh, maybe it's uh on social media maybe you need to um, start learning how to block people and if you can't block people then um, you need to maybe leave that particular social media app okay so um, stay away from them altogether also another thing is um, we need to understand that homosexuality and bi bisexuality is also a form of adultery I know that's not a popular thought but it's also, according to the word of God and according to the law of God, it's also another form of adultery. So keep that in mind. Um, so, again, if you have any problems that you think you're having, um, any thoughts about people or whatever, have someone pray with you. Go to uh, your pastor and admit what's going on. So... They, if they're a good pastor, then they'll keep it confidential and they'll just help you guide through it and show you scriptures and counsel you to stay away from that sinful lifestyle. Number three, having sex with without being married and living with each other in sexual relationship without being married. This is also this is also includes practicing with this with other Christians. Just because there are other Christians doesn't mean you can go and live with them outside of marriage or have sex with them without being married. In fact, it's double um, whammy if you do. As Christians, we are to be virgins until married. That is what God wants us to do. And you know what? On Judgment Day, when you stand before the Lord and He, and he tells you um, that He is displeased with you for what you did... Um, Falling into the uh, satanic lie that everyone's doing it, um, so you should do it too, and they're they're being prosperous and you're and being good and following what God wants you to do is not prosperous, because um, that's some of the lies that Satan likes to pull on us. Um, that's not going to be an excuse when God when God convicts us of that this sin. And sexual sin is actually worse than a lot of the sins out there because it's a sin against the temple of God, which is your body. So let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask the Lord that you watch over us, Lord. I ask that you keep us from these um, temptations that the world throws at us and the thinking that, that the world throws at us as well. The dangerous thinking that um, we uh, have to practice these things in order to have a relationship. We know, Lord, that you put relationships together. And that Satan can sometimes interfere and get us to, to um, lose focus on you when it comes to finding relationships. Lord, we just ask that we, when for those who are single, that they stay close to you lord that they focus on you and they use their oper uh that they take their single life and just give it to you lord so that they will be used and they will be word that they will realize that they can still um 
go that they can have the freedom to worship you and to be stay pure until marriage, Lord. I just pray that those who have messed up, and there are a lot of people, that you forgive them, Lord, that they will come to you, that they will repent. And if they're not saved, that they will accept you as Savior, Lord. Help us to stay righteous, Lord. Help us to stay towards you. Help us to stay away from um, the temptations of our society today and the lies of that the devil and the world is telling us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.